Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. Today, I have the pleasure to interview the one and only Pete Bennett on why your online reputation matters and how to build it on autopilot. Pete Bennett is the founder of ReviewU that explains how having a great online reputation helps you get found and charge more than your competition. Uh, Pete had uh, several businesses and uh, you will love what uh, he has to share, in particular because uh, since talking to him regularly, I actually started taking uh, seriously the fact of uh, my reviews online. Before, I didn't care about it. I had a lot of testimonials from clients, but nothing official on Google, on Facebook. And in this interview, we explore how we can systemize and put this system on autopilot. And this is the quote that he usually uses, which is one of his own. Find out what they want, sell it, then rinse it, repeat and buy a big house. <laughs> I love I love this quote. Uh, in, such, in this episode, we talk about why your online reputation matters how to build your right online reputation and how to get the maximum benefit from your online reputation while building it on autopilot. If you want to read all the interview transcript and get bonus resources, then visit www.gtex.org.uk forward slash 206. And also, if you scroll down in the show notes, you will be able to see all the links in which you can connect with Pete. Uh, the link for review you if you want to test software and also the social media link, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and so on. Now, I know that you are a speaker and uh, or a coach or a trainer and one of the most profitable ways to grow your business is uh, running events and speaking at events while selling your product and services. Now, I know that a lot of people struggle with that and others hate it because they don't like the running at the back of the room hard sale type of style. And this is why I have created a checklist called the Ultimate Selling from the State Checklist to help you create a pitch that sells but without selling using those manipulative techniques in a way that feels comfortable to you. Made more than seven figures selling from events, and I'm sure that you will find this very useful. Like the more than 5,000 people that downloaded it so far. And also, if you want to explore how we can help you out and how we can work with GTEx and what we have to offer, then there is a link. You can book a call with us. And lastly, make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss any other future episodes, you can click the subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform. Now, it's all for me. It's time to hear from Pete Bennett, why your online reputation matters and how to build it on autopilot. Enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And today I'm here with the one and only Pete Bennett. How you doing, Pete? Hi, Smiley. Yeah, good morning to you. All good here. Thank you. Fantastic. In, uh, London town. <laughs> in London town with a very fancy beard right now as okay. uh, as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, Pete, we are going to talk about uh, all things uh, regarding online reputation. 
because uh, you know we can see that companies are getting uh, or uh, tons of clients if they had a good reputation or right now one single tweet or one single negative review can determine also a company to lose a significant amount of clients so really important topic but before mm-hmm. we go into that uh, tell us a bit more about your background and uh, what, what got you what got you to this point mm, okay we won't go back as far as when a mommy and daddy love each other very much i presume um <laughs> Yeah, no, a bit, uh, a bit later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I graduated in uh, computer science and maths uh, back when the internet was in its infancy. Yes, I'm that old, um, and worked for uh, Exxon or Exxon Mobil now, as it's called, um, oil company for about a decade, decade or so, and then uh, left and been involved in many companies. Um, I've done consulting. I've had companies, um, swimming pool company in Spain, I think was one of the, the more esoteric one, uh, a Pilates and gyrotonic studio in London Bridge before anyone had even heard of Pilates. And I don't think anyone has still heard of gyrotonic. Um, both of those went bust for different reasons. And you learn a lot actually when things go wrong. In fact, you probably earn, uh, probably learn more when things go wrong than when things go, go right. I can, I can definitely <laughs> I think, agree with you on that. Yeah. And we, maybe we should do some, um, some podcasts or something about that because there are some common themes actually um, to to prevent things going wrong, which I guess you tend to learn the hard way. Um, we can, we can do a part two. We can I can we can already see a part two already, and yeah. we haven't even started. <laughs> yeah, swap some war stories. Um, it reminds me of a Heineken commercial actually, where you, you may have seen it. It's like a, a a young guy and an old guy, his granddad or something, sitting in the pub. And the young guy says to the old guy, says, so, Grandad, um, have you got any war stories? <laughs> and Grandad just turns around and goes, nope, and drinks his pint. I mean, it's <laughs> Heineken, how refreshing. So we wouldn't want to get boring with them. But I think there are, um, depending on your objectives, there are some things to, to learn about business, which I'm happy to share. Yeah. Uh, I had some successes as well. Um, I think you and I met when I was um, the owner of, um, London Translations, which is a, mm-hmm. was a, a, a translation company which I sold back in 2016. Um, I had a conference call company called Ozone Conferencing, which I sold maybe a couple of years before that. And I also still have one other conference call company called Buzz Conferencing, which is still running. In fact, I can see now um, Money's just being sent automatically. Well, I like businesses where money happens automatically uh, and where computers um, do the work. Um, and of course, I now have Review You, which we'll talk about later on, which is the online reputation yep. management uh, stuff. Uh, but I guess I've had fairly, a fairly varied journey, um, which has got me to this point. And I think the thing when you start as an entrepreneur, you have big dreams about where you're going to go, but often you don't really know where you're going to go until you're halfway there in other words you've got to be prepared to move and uh, as i always say and i know you asked me for a quote before this um i've always sort of lived by the the motto that find out what people want and then sell it to them rinse repeat buy a big house so (laughs) always look for the demand and then talking about you know we won't talk about marriage 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's give the conversation when we meet yeah, for movies yeah. <laughs> keep, keep, yeah. for the next for the next movie meetings. <laughs> yeah, we we could certainly do some podcasts on that. But um, yeah, so rather than uh, rather than um, look at what you're interested in, uh, sort of find out what's what's in demand in the market and then provide it. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I do is, is YouTube consultancy. Um, and I helped one of my ex-employees, actually, at Ozone, uh, talk to him about demand and supply and internet marketing. And he left to set up um, a channel. Um, can I mention it? I probably better not mention it. But they were doing 1% of the whole of YouTube's traffic um, worldwide. And that's just wow. by following the demand and supply mantra. Um, they've made more money now than you could reasonably spend in a lifetime. So it works. I, I can imagine. Uh, I know that um, a few things, like a few questions here. Uh, no, no, question number one is, uh, you mentioned that uh, being an entrepreneur, you don't really realize where you're going up until you are halfway there. Um, was there a moment, uh, or can you give an example of when this happened to you, where you started in one direction, and then uh, you changed because you were observing, actually, or you were realizing the direction you were going. Yeah, um, it's a good question. I mean, there's been a number of times when I've zigzagged. Um, usually when I zigzag, I, I like to sell the business that I'm in and then move on. And that's that's maybe another, it's a little bit of an obtuse answer, I know, but that's maybe another thing we should talk about is building a, building a company that you can sell Mm-hmm. which um, once the market starts to change or you get fed up with it, you can, you can get out and you can change. Because I think some people build themselves into the business yeah. so that if the market changes, they can't go anywhere else because they are the business. Yep. And I know, I'm guessing a lot of your audience are sort of coaches and consultants and things. And, and uh, yep. there is that danger that you, once your face is on the website, you can't flog it. Mm-hmm. And I've always made sure that my face isn't on the website so I can sell the company as a capital asset. Mm-hmm. Um, so times where I've changed is when I've seen new market opportunities and probably the origin story for review you um, might serve as a, as a good example of that. Yep. Go for uh, it. If, I mean, if I go back London translations, when I first started that um, th- there was a huge demand for translation technology didn't do it. So we set up an agency to do it. Technology has moved on. So perhaps London translations, you know, ultimately would not be successful had mm-hmm. I stayed in it. So sell it, move on. Conference calling, obviously now you and I are speaking for free. Mm-hmm. So you can argue that maybe the conference calling business is um, in a mature state and, and may eventually um, die out, in which case, you know, I sold one conference call company. I've still got another small one. But Review You um, came about because I thought, okay, what, what, where's the world going? Um, when people are buying stuff, what are they looking for in order to, um, to make that buying decision. And uh, it's, it's not a very sophisticated example, but it happens to be true. She wanted to have her nails done in yep. a nail bar. And I know that just 300 yards up the road is on Jamaica Road. You may, may remember it's near our, our old offices. Mm-hmm. There is a, a very good nail bar. It's run by a, a Vietnamese family, I believe. It's kind of known in the area as being quite a good nail bar. And lots of my friends have used it. So um, I said, well, why don't you go to that one? So she Googled it and she found that it got some bad reviews. 
think two bad reviews, something like that, only two reviews, and they were both bad. So I said, well, no, honestly, it's it's a, it's a good one. You know, a lot of my um, friends, obviously, you don't say a lot of my girlfriends, but a, lo- a lot of my friends have used <laughs> it. Um, so please, you know, enjoy. Um, but she wouldn't go because it had got bad reviews. Mm-hmm. So she got on the tube and she went up um, to London Bridge. And there was another nail bar around there where she paid probably twice as much because it's a much more expensive area. Yeah. Um, just because that this um, this company didn't have good reviews. And then I, I, re- I thought, yeah, hang on a minute. There's something in this. Um, and I, I thought, well, how do I make decisions? I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon. Um, I always buy ones which have got good reviews. Yep. You, know I mean? you asked me to get a headset for this, um, for this conference. I hadn't got one. I thought I better get one for next time. So I was going on to Amazon and there was some quite good headsets at good prices, no reviews. I'm not going to buy them. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah, reviews are becoming more and more important. Um, and so I, I did a Google around and I thought um, many of the companies that I used to deal with, um, such as lawyers and um, you know other professional services companies, they they don't have very many reviews on their sites. Um, I I looked at all because I was in the translation business. I wrote some software that pulled off all of the translation businesses in the UK. It took about two weeks to run um, with their uh, and and also inc- the report included their Google um, star rating and how many reviews they've got. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Simone, some of them are just dreadful. I mean, we're yeah. talking about you know one or two star reputations the last review was left like three years ago in some cases six years ago i thought there's no way that these people are ever going to get business nowadays because i know when i ran my translation company um we found it really difficult to differentiate ourselves from the competition Mm -hmm. um we were effectively selling a commodity it was just a price competition yeah now the translation business is a good example of this because, uh, but it's not unique. Um, if you're going to buy translation, by definition, you can't understand what you're buying. Otherwise, you wouldn't need to buy it. Very good so, point. Um, if you were going to buy consultancy, you wouldn't understand necessarily the subject matter that the consultant was providing. Otherwise, you wouldn't need to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know you can go down any vertical and make that. That generally the customer doesn't know as much about what is buying than the expert. Absolutely. One would hope not. Anyway. Um, yeah. So in the absence of anything else, what do they do? Compare on price. Yeah. Because you're seen, even though you're not. I mean, we're all very special people, aren't we? Some of us are precious, but you know, we're 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 all special. Um, and we all have skills, and our skills are unique um, to us. But to the punter, we're just another listing on Google, and people will will um, yeah. do price shopping. Now that's where the reviews come in, um, because as soon as you see people which um, have been in the game for a, a reasonable amount of time, they've got a reasonable amount of um, um, online reviews on there and those are positive then that sets you apart i mean let, let's just say there are two life coaches and one of them 40 pounds an hour one of them's 45 pounds an hour or 50 pounds i don't know you know the market much better than i yeah. do how much is a life coach by the way Ah, uh, 
How much will I pay for a life coach? Oh, it depends. You can get anything from uh, £30 an hour to £500 an hour. Uh, okay. so, so it can be even £1,000 an hour, depending on, actually, the reputation. Yeah. Okay, so let's <laughs> say we're a 30 quid an hour life coach and we want yeah. to be £100. The, the majority is about is around, around the average of £75 to £100 an hour. That will be the, the average. Okay. So let's say we're at the bottom end of that range, £75. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're competing with someone who is more expensive. Well, the more expensive one, as you said, will probably be able to command the prices, not because they're any better, but because they have a better online reputation. Who's that bloke, Bobbins or something? Who, who's Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins, yes. Tony he, Robbins. He's a life coach or something, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, he's he's very well known and he's got a huge reputation. Yeah. Therefore, you know, people get their credit cards out and pretty much throw it at, at him um, because of his reputation. And you can think of online reputation and reviews as a way of encapsulating um, goodwill within or goodwill towards your business and people will pay for goodwill absolutely i can i can see that happening uh, in fact uh, the, one of the the things that uh, we look at even to when we increase our prices or um, when we look at also the internal structure of gtex is how many uh, case studies we can publish uh, for in particular for testimonials we have testimonial pages and the more and we find that the more the testimonials and the more the case studies the easier it is to get the clients because uh, it's trust it's about trust and uh, yeah. when you have trust you buy and you buy with confidence you yeah. don't have second thoughts and that's why i think is really important and before talking to you something that we have never thought about was actually the reviews on google because we had our case studies on our you know testimonial page on the website but we didn't have any review on Google, never thought about that, or any review on, on the Facebook page in this case. Mm-hmm. And so there was a conversation with you that said, hey, you have none of this stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I didn't even, I didn't even knew that matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you, you, meant, you mentioned what you mentioned right now, and, and it absolutely made sense because people are looking on Google. People are looking on the Facebook page and they want to see also, before even they get to the website, what uh, people are saying. And I think that also a testimonial page on the website, people can say, well, I mean, these are just, these can be fake. Yeah. While yeah. there is a trust on uh, something which is at the public domain and someone that has their own user account to uh-huh. to put that uh, that comment, the comment out. So the question I have for you now regarding reviews is uh, what now that we understand the importance of reviews, in which places do you believe that we need to have reviews right now because that's where people go to make their buying decisions? Okay, the, if you had to pick one place out of everywhere, then you would go for Google. And the reason for that is that... Um, I don't want to get too technical and geeky with this, but let's just say that um, if you get reviews, then you're going to get search engine optimization and visibility within the search results yep. as a bonus free of charge, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mentioned YouTube earlier on. Well, because I'm a YouTube partner, I spend a lot of time up at the, um, the YouTube HQ, which is owned by Google. And of course, you get to chat to some of the, the people in, in the organization's yep. search engineers. 
um, anecdotally, and I don't want to be held to this because they'll, they'll never tell you 100%, but you can say that about 20% of the weighting within the Google search engine for people that are searching on a local basis, you know, so I know Life Coach, Warwickshire, or, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, about 20% of the weighting comes from the uh, the number of reviews that they've got and the sentiment expressed within those reviews and the recency of those reviews. So in other words, if you wanted to raise your visibility in the search results, then you can either do a lot of expensive SEO, yep. um, which is a black art, or you can concentrate on getting reviews. Now, the good thing about getting the reviews is that you get more search engine uh, love but also you're going to convert more because a lot of people spend a lot of time, effort and money trying to get people to their website, either paid advertising or organic stuff or however they do it, only to find that um, once they get to the website and people start checking them out in terms of reviews, they have no reviews or bad reviews and then they lose that person. Yep. So the conversion is much better if you've got reviews. Google is a great place to put it. Also, Facebook. Um you can never have too many reviews, but Facebook is good. LinkedIn um, recommendations are good. Uh, depending on what business you're in, TripAdvisor is, mm-hmm. is a good place to be. Um, basically, it's where your audience would be checking you out. But if I had to pick one, I would pick Google because of the search engine benefit that comes kind of bundled. And why do you think? Uh, and why do you think people or entrepreneurs they don't uh, like? For example, like myself, I didn't even have an answer for myself, but don't care about getting those uh, reviews because it should be like a priority. If you just apply some common sense, that's that's why actually sometimes like why haven't done this before? <laughs> it's literally yeah. common sense, like getting people to say nice thing and get published where it matters. Uh, <laughs> so why do, don't people don't do it in your opinion? Why entrepreneurs don't don't care about it? I think the the, the first reason is they probably don't don't know about it or they don't realize how Mm. important they are um and google to be honest doesn't make it that easy because over the years they've changed their um, review platform and the the way that they present um, the possibility of of providing reviews to people um and, and it's a little bit like when gmail came out gmail was very very confusing it took a while for that to Mm. uh, to take off but now they have a thing called google my business which Part of that, and there's lots of it, and honestly, if you're a small business owner or an independent consultant, you should really go and have a look at what is available for free with Google My Business. It's amazing. Um, you know, you've got a, effectively got a blog site that's already built for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got even a website is already built for you within no Google. No way. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's not brilliant, but it's yeah. free. You can put videos up there. Uh, and this is talking directly into the search engine. So you're going right into the, you know, the belly of the beast and providing yeah. Google what it wants in order, um, you know, to provide good search results to its users. And it's going to reward you in droves by doing that. But people don't know about it. Now, when I ran London Translations, I used to bonus my staff. I think it was £50 they used to get for every testimonial, um, you know, that they genuine testimonial they got from customers on letter-headed paper, and we used to put them on our website. Um, at that time, obviously in 2016, there wasn't um, such a well-developed Google platform for getting reviews, or at least if there was, I didn't know about it, yeah. and I'm a techie. So I think it's, mo- it's mainly people don't know, um, and therein opportunity lies, because 
um, as I was talking about earlier on, businesses you know, reach a, a level of maturity and the market reaches a level of maturity, in which case you could argue it's too late. Now is, is the time to be getting into getting reviews because, I mean, do this as, a, as an example. Find, do, do a search of, on Google of people in your niche, your competitors, and just have a look at how many of them don't have any reviews at all. Yeah, um, no, the, the majority don't have it. I'll no. tell you, like they don't have them, no. uh, because people. The, I mean, uh, my assumption is that they are doing what I was doing, which is uh, don't ask for them, <laughs> or ask for the testimonial, but then uh, didn't really find a way to put it to put it stick it up in Google and or the other platforms. So yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. What what happens? Yeah, I mean, Google. So, I mean, it, I think there are there. Are, probably three reasons why people don't do it. Um, I, I think probably the first one is that business owners don't know about it or don't think they're important. The second one you've touched on, business owners don't ask or they don't know how to ask. They have yep. no system in place for asking. Um, and customers don't think to leave a review um, or they don't know how to. Unless, uh, unless they want to say something bad. Exactly. That's why. That's why probably in the, in the nail salon that, that that's what happened. It's like okay, I had such a bad experience for once or twice that I'm going to be bothered now to leave a review because I want all the world to know how bad that was. And if yeah. it was a great experience, it'll be yeah. okay. That's what I'm entitled to. So, <laughs> yeah. and probably if the nail bar had known that the customer was unhappy, they would have fixed it. It's yep. just that you know they they didn't have a mechanism for collecting that feedback. I do actually have some some numbers um, around um, you know the, the percentage of people that will try different businesses. Uh, according to some research by a company called Bright Marketing, um, if you've got four or five stars, then ninety two percent of prospects are likely to um, uh, consider using you or give you a go. When it gets down to two stars, it's only 27%. One star, only 13%. Mm. So if that nail bar had got you know, one-star reviews, only 13% of the people that found them would actually bother to, to look at it any further. Wow. Which is a real shame because, I mean, they're nice guys. Um, they deserve the business. Yep. But obviously, out of the hundreds of people that they serve, they maybe screwed a couple up and um, have lost it. So... Those, those numbers that's, basically... that, that's very that, that's fascinating and uh, so we need to take care to make sure that we get good reviews so how does uh, review you then uh, fits uh, into the in, into this paradigm because uh, one of the uh, the things that I found by using by using the software is oh, that using, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it makes it it makes it uh, it makes it way simpler like before I didn't know even where to start or where to ask for a review and to, to get it down. So let's talk about uh, um, how does uh, review you works, and also what I would love to talk about is uh, what are we looking for when cre when having a great review. Uh, let's start with the, how the the process works, and then we look at what makes a great review. Okay, so remember the three reasons why we don't get reviews or we get bad reviews. So yep. one, business owners don't know about it. Well, if you buy review you, then you'll know about it. If you listen to this podcast, you you now know about it, so you're ahead of, of most people. Business owners don't know how to ask for reviews. Um, so there is no process in their business where they ask for a review. Um, so if you don't ask, you don't get. What review you does is 
takes the asking process and automates it for you. Um, I like the word many... automation. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, as I say, I, I, I really think that lots of jobs are better done by computers mm-hmm. uh, because they don't forget um, and they're not shy. <laughs> Some people feel um, a bit shy asking for a review. Um, but what with review you, what would happen um, in its simplest case? I mean, you can do lots of things with it, but let's keep it really simple. So um, in your world, if you're a consultant or, um, I don't know, do you have people like um, massage therapists or, you know, pe- yeah. people that... Yeah, do you find uh, find uh, like in the listeners for the show they are entrepreneurs, um, expert that they run consulting companies, uh, public speakers, uh, people that they run clinics as well uh, on um, uh, like health and fitness. So you find uh, all these kind of different service providers. So it's more like service provider rather okay. than products, physical okay. products. So, so let, let's use the, the speaker then is a good example because um, I actually spoke at a conference um, last week um, mm-hmm. and the organizer um, is using review you I, mean, I, I better not mention him I, I don't know i don't know how these things work but he, I, I think you can mention it if you uh, if you want to mention it i don't care <laughs> uh, peter thompson up in up in the midlands yes. um so this is the way that he's using it so um he does his day workshop or whatever the the presentation is he's speaking um and then when the delegates leave he uploads a spreadsheet of all of the people that were in the room mm-hmm. into review you and then the next morning review you automatically sends out an email to all of the people that were in the room um you can have it go via text but he prefers to do it just by email mm-hmm. um saying you know how was the day you know how was your experience with us um of course because everyone's had a good experience they see the the note from peter and you know they feel very warm towards him you know because he's followed up and asked you know yeah. how the day was i mean that's customer care in itself isn't it yeah um there's a link in that email that they can click which um says uh takes them to a web page and it says you know give us a, a star rating um one to five and just you know tell us how how things were how things went um if the uh, person gives the uh, a review of four stars or five stars then the system recognizes that takes them to uh, another page and says brilliant um you know please would you mind sharing uh, your review on google it would really help us mm-hmm. get more business uh, chaldini's reciprocity isn't it where yep. you know we've given you a good day would you mind doing something for me um some people will bother to go and fill it on google some people won't but at least you've asked yes um The clever bit is if somebody puts in, let's, let's be silly, a one-star review and says, you know, the day was really awful, the, the coffee was cold, the lunch sucked, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when they hit the return, instead of being invited to go to Google, that email goes straight back to your customer services people or yourself, depending if, you know, if you're a one-man band. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... Um, the customer gets an email saying, we're really sorry for your concerns. We'll address them and get back to you promptly. So it's intercepted bad feedback. Um, uh, well, first of all, it's asked for feedback, which most people don't, yeah. don't bother doing. Um, it's encouraged people to leave positive feedback on Google. Um, and it's intercepted bad feedback. And critically, it, customers now are guided through the process of leaving feedback. 
Because remember what we said before, a lot of people won't leave feedback because it's not that easy. Particularly on Google, it can be a bit fiddly. Mm-hmm. They won't leave feedback unless they've had a bad experience. Yep. Now we make it easy for them to leave positive feedback and we attempt to intercept negative feedback before it goes public. That's what I found. Uh, that, that's why I decided to get on board uh, with uh, Review You because uh, I saw the importance of uh, having uh, these testimonials because we work with uh, hundreds, we have thousands of people every year attending our courses, our seminars, our free events. And uh, we never send like a, a reminder. We, we used to have physical feedback forms, but then mm-hmm. uh, we almost were doing nothing with them. <laughs> now, yeah. We will not transcribe unless they, like, we will we'll take maybe over the 50 or 100 attendees, we will take the top three testimonials and then put it on the website. But it, we were missing out on, on an event basis, like on a much larger chunk. Even now, in fact, the way we use it, just to give you some ideas, guys, is uh, when we are running events, uh, free events to get clients. So that's a way when we're running a free event or even a free webinar that we are running, we ask them, hey, how did you find a webinar? How did you find the event? Fill it up here. And then another way that we used it uh, is also with our internal clients where we do a specific training for our existing clients, for our GTEx members. And then we ask them, hey, how did you find the training? Do you want to give us some feedback? Uh, do you want to review the training that we offer? And I found that actually the people that are the existing clients are more likely to then go to the next step and publish it on Google or publish it on Facebook. If they are a bit colder, I found that we get the best review, but then if also the existing client, they get this the step farther because mm. also they have more relationship with you. Mm. So there are different ways in which you can use the software to get internal reviews, external reviews, published on Google, published on Facebook, and at different levels of uh, more new prospects and also existing clients yeah. to, get, yeah. to, get, to get the results that you want. And I loved the text messages feature, actually. Uh, I think that the biggest return that we had was from the text messages. That yeah. was the, the biggest, the largest number of people that took action. So uh, that's a great feature, in my opinion. Yeah, text works um, for some people very well. It's very immediate. There's, there's no spam filter in a text uh, yeah. inbox. So you get that. I love um, text messaging marketing. <laughs> I love it. I use it all the time. <laughs> Something, something else which I think is very valuable and probably worth the sticker price in itself um, is the fact that it produces a sales page for you yeah. um, automatically. Um, it's quite difficult to describe it without showing it to people. I know a lot of people will be just listening rather than um, watching. So um, just think of it as a, a sales page. It's a website that's um, or a web page which is online that the system automatically generates and it's updated every night at midnight. And it has all of your company details in there, um, you know, your intro, your, your sales pitch. But then below, it lists all of your positive reviews from Google, from Facebook, from all over yeah. the place. Um, and I said positive reviews because we put a filter on it. So it only shows the ones that you want to be shown. So ones which are three stars or four stars. Um, and, you know, I think you've got several pages of it now. Um, yeah. uh, you know, the, the more the better. Some of our clients have got like, 10, 15, 20 pages of reviews. <clears throat> and if you can imagine, you know, in, in a pitch saying, of course, I would say that I'm the best um, hypnotherapist. But in check here. <laughs> yeah. But don't take my word for it. Here's what 
500 of my previous clients have said. Yes. Um, and then just forward that link in the email. I mean, you, if, you could print it out and send it to them as a PDF, but just stick it in the email and forward it, and it will be updated every night. And that's another thing with reviews. Um, you need them to be fresh reviews. So the, mm. it's mm. really about the quantity of reviews that you've got, um, uh, the quality of the reviews, so how many stars, and the frequency of the reviews. So, you know, if you go and look that the, the person last had a review three years ago, then you wouldn't necessarily think, um, you know, that they're very active. If you go and they've had three in the last week and they're all positive, then suddenly that makes it feel like they have their finger on the pulse and um, you, you're far more likely to check it out, irrespective of the search engine love that you'll get because the more yeah. reviews and the more frequent the, 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 the more the, the better it is so yeah. i would love to move now talking a, about what makes a, a great review so what are we looking for in a, in a great review for an entrepreneur point of view for uh, a business think, point of view yeah i think you, you take into account the recency so something which is fairly recent something specific so rather than uh yes it was really good um, or, <laughs> Thanks. you know, <laughs> I, I really like them, you know, something like, you know, I, I really enjoyed the bit when Simone spoke about mindset because I was finding it difficult to get motivated or, uh, if it was a dentist, you know, I don't know, the, the receptionist was very kind and gave me, um, uh, plenty of time to recover after the anesthetic or, or something like that. So what, what you really want is for the review to reflect um, a concern or an objection that someone may have in their the head. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's along the lines of, you know, I, I thought when I went in that I, I, this was going to be unpleasant and expensive, but I came out having had a good time and it cost less than I thought. That, that kind of thing. Yes. Um, but one of the key things with the reviews um, online that you'd get from Review You or online reviews in general is that they are written by the person who's actually been an experience of service and who will write it in their own words. So mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of control um, yeah. over what people write. What we have to do as business owners is concentrate on delivering a really good service so that we, um, the, the, the parts of the service that resonate with people are the things that they will remember and put in reviews. Um, I don't really want people to buy this if they have, if they're providing bad service. <laughs> yeah, I want to make good, good businesses better. Uh, some people deserve one star reviews and then, you know, let them have them. But yeah. with that, no. they don't need, they don't need the software to get them. People are going to leave them anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I ran one prospect up. who would got terrible reviews and, Everything which was in their reviews, like they were rude, they didn't answer the phone, etc. That's what happened when I rang up. So, good. I'm glad you've got one review, uh, one star, because I wouldn't want anybody that I know using your service. Yeah. But <laughs> you should have a look at some of the, the doctor's ones. Like, don't go to this doctor unless you feel like you want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that practice is going to be packed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, Peter, I want to move uh, in the last part of the interview, which is called Lifting the Veil. And that's where I'm going to ask you um, to share maybe a tool that has not been shared before or something that you have discovered uh, recently that you use to make your life or business better. 
It can be a book that you've read, an app that you're using, um, another system that uh, you came across of being a bit of a geek uh, yourself. What's that for you? What's, that's mm. oh, wow, that's an interesting question. There's so many of them. I mean, I, I, so most of my stuff is auto, is automated. Um, so I, I guess Infusionsoft would be the the sort of daddy platform that mm. I, all of my businesses have been built around Infusionsoft. Um, but I, I'm guessing most of your people will have that anyway. Um, one tool which I've, I've found very useful recently um, is called Web Harvey. Web Harvey is a Web Harvey. Yeah, Web Harvey. Um, let me yep. see. Let me make sure it's not spelt. Um, no, it's just W E B H A R V Y. Mm-hmm. Now, what this does is allows you to automate things that you would do on the web. So, what I'm using it for is to go through all of the um, businesses in the UK for a particular niche uh, on Google and. Uh, mine from the results, you know, the number of reviews that they've gotten, all the details about um, their online uh, presence. But if you're doing repetitive things, looking for for prospects, maybe you want to go and download all of the the, the names from a particular directory of okay. of coaches. Then, if you can do it manually, then Web Harvey can automate it and do it, you know, so that you don't have to do the same thing over and over again. Because repetitive tasks are not jobs for for humans, in my opinion, the computer should better do that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm up. I uh, completely agree with you on this one. So I'm just a uh, web Harvey. We're gonna put the link in the show notes. Uh, it's a very interesting tool. I'm gonna check it out as well. Never heard about it. So web Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I've been using quite a lot recently. In terms of books, I mean, I'm, I read an awful lot. Um, I think everybody in business should read uh, Sun Tzu's Art of War. Um, and there is a, I'll see if I can, I'll go on to Amazon now. There is a particular commentary on that um, by a, a, a business. A review. <laughs> there is a review. That's an interesting thing. It, it's kind of a review, but it's um, it's more of a thesis around it. Uh, <laughs> Sun, okay. Sun Tzu, Art of War for Executives. Art of War. Um Sounds like it's being art of war. Sounds aggressive. It isn't necessarily aggressive. War is is um, war can be your objective. So you know, you replace the word war with um, the art of um, I don't know, growing more clients or the mm-hmm. art of being successful in business. But uh, many of the principles that are applied to warfare uh, are directly applicable to business. Um, you know, things such as how to concentrate your resources. Um, how not to try and fight battles on many fronts at the same time. Yeah. Um, how to, to to bring your troops, which could be your staff, on yeah. side. Um, even with the reviewing stuff, really. I mean, what we're doing is building um, a free sort of army, if you like, of people that are enthusiastic about us as a general. If you yes. want to put it in in business terms. Um, and therefore would support our, our mission to, in your case, you know, b- build GTEx. In other people's cases, you know, be the I don't know, the best hypnosis practitioner in Croydon or, or whatever they, you know, whatever they want to do. Um, but the the book is called Sun Tzu's Art of War for Executives, and it's Donald G. Krauss. 
Donald uh, G. Kraus. So we're gonna put the link. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, we're gonna put the link uh, in the show notes as well. Yeah. So then you guys can uh, look at Web Harvey and uh, Sun Tzu: The Art of War for executive. Uh, and uh, get get the book. Uh, hopefully, is an audible as well, or as yes, an yeah, audiobook. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. because uh, I'm one of these kind of people that hate reading. Uh, I would I would just fall asleep after three pages, but I love listening. So yes, get a book. You're a millennial. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> it's my it's my fault. It's been like this. I was also at school. I didn't like reading at school, uh, but that's that's another story. Now, mm-hmm. Pete. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for this enlightening interview on um, reviews uh, because it's something that not many people talk about. Uh, it's something mm-hmm. that not many people consider as a priority. But actually, it's one of the most important things that gets someone to say yes or no. So <laughs> working so. with you. So yeah. that's uh, very unique. Thank you very much. Uh, now, if people want to get in touch with you or if people want to get their hands on review you, and test it out, where can they go? Uh, if you go to reviewyou.com, and um, you is spelled Y-double-O, so reviewyou.com, uh, um, and all the details are on there. If you want to get in touch with me, are you going to put my contact deals and details and things I'll in the show? I'll put your notes? social media, all the links that you you send me, so yeah. the links that you send yeah. me are going to be there in yeah. the show notes. And uh, if um, if you your tribe... Um, or your army from Sun Tzu would want to buy it, then uh, I'll create a code, uh, GTEx, um, G-T-E-X, and that'll give them uh, 15% off any of the packages. Brilliant. So 50% off uh, code GTEx. Thank you very much. I recommend you guys to give it a go. In particular, um, if you're running events in this case, or you're already working with existing clients, then it will change. It will change the way people are going to perceive you online. Uh, we are already getting some great results with the software, uh, so I can highly recommend it. And as you know, I don't recommend anything that I don't use it personally. Uh, I don't have any interest in that. <laughs> and I'm not earning any affiliate commission. No, uh, also, discla- affiliate commission. disclaimer here is, um, is a cool software. I know, Pete, I know is a always looking to make things better and um, uh, the review you works so it, it certainly works and just a, a just a point on that it, yeah. it definitely works there is no question but it only works if people bother to put people's details in and use it it's like the gym <laughs> the gym yeah. definitely works if you go down there and you move heavy stuff around you will get stronger same with reviews whether or not you use review you unless you ask for reviews then you will not get them um you need to do that. Otherwise, um, you know, you're wasting your time, frankly. Yep. I completely agree with you. Thank you very much, Pete. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for the interview. Guys, uh, get to review you. Get in touch with Pete as well. See uh, what he does. And uh, thank you very much for being here with us today. Thank you for listening, for, for watching. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on the show if you haven't subscribed yet to our channel or to our podcast do it right now i know you want it so you don't miss any other incredible episode so subscribe right now and if you enjoy the episode if you enjoy the value that we provide give us a review we're talking about reviews on itunes (laughs) (laughs) go on the itunes page there is a link in the show notes and let us know what you enjoy the most about these episodes and we're going to take the best reviews and we are going to give you a shout out 
in the next episode. Woohoo! It's gonna be your lucky day. Yes, we know that. <laughs> okay, you're so enthusiastic about life. I need to get some of that. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a bottle of whatever he's drinking. <laughs> guys you gotta see our conversations when we meet for movie we, we had a we had a meeting uh, watching what did we watch the incredible two yeah i think we watched <laughs> that, 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 that was that was a fun night because we have some very different views of life let's put it this way <laughs> <laughs> but they, they they make they make up for a for a good for a very good conversation all right pete thank you very much again and guys i'll see you next episode Ciao. Pleasure. See you soon. Cheers. Bye.